Welcome to the Music Talk podcast with me, Graham Farmer. In this series of conversations, I interview some of the biggest artists, DJs, and producers in the world. I hope you enjoy this series. Let's get into it. Reese Jackson, hey, how you doing, Dudio? So, what's happening? How are you? Welcome to the Twitch yeah. and welcome to welcome to my disco shed in my garden. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Excited to be part of the uh, data transmission community. On my streams, Reese, because it's lunchtime, we have. I don't even. This started a long time ago, and it's been part of the streams for a long time. We're into meal deals, yeah. and for a bit of fun, we are, we all have our favourite meal deal. Uh, you know the kind of regular Tesco, you know yeah. Sainsbury's. My deal, meal deal. I actually had a meal deal today, and I, I literally had this raspberry pe- raspberry Pepsi Max with it, which has been. I, I had some, and I was like, and I, then I can't start getting into it, and I, I've, I've necked it. But I had, my meal deal today was prawn sandwich, quavers, and a raspberry Pepsi, which is a, literally the random selections. But do well, you have a go-to meal deal favourite? Yeah, it's controversial, but I love them like breakfast ones, like the breakfast triples. Yeah, like not many people like them. Like they're a bit controversial with the cold bacon, etc. But I'll have one of them chocolate brownie and like either a Capri Sun or a Tropicana, like just something small, like a down. Wow. I like I I used to have the breakfast breakfast triple. I love the breakfast triple, but it's so oh, it's bad so- on the it's so bad on the old belly. I oh, know, yeah, like it's like just like people like look at you like in disgust, like like cold bacon and sausage, but they're so good. I love them. I, I it's literally my favourite, and it's also the white bread, the white bread and the and the sausage, and it's just like, yeah, I can't have them anymore. One's brown, one's ketchup, and one's plain. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. I love them. Uh, Shelly said it was lush with the spice rum. That's the raspberry Pepsi, not the prawn sandwich. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So yeah, that's a quite, so you got a brownie breakfast triple and a Capri sun. That's, that's, that's cool. Yeah. I look, I look like tropical, like juice, like so like if, if it can be like the tropical. Yeah. Tropical. <laughs> cool. Right. So I want to, obviously we're going to talk about, Teen Techno, but I just thought for a start, I just thought we'd talk about you. I saw a post uh, that you said seven years ago you were a PE teacher and now you're kind of working in social media. And I thought we'd kind of just start with that little journey because that sounds epic. Yeah. So so tell us. Yeah, so, well, I started to become, I wanted to be a PE teacher like seven, eight years ago. So I finished school with, like, I, I wasn't too good in school, to be honest with you. So my best my uh, my best grades were, like, PE and, like, sports, etc. So I went on to do um, sports in college. Like, I did outdoor education, which is, like, rock climbing, skiing, etc. Like, nothing that you'd think now, like, that I'd be doing now. Um, and, like, sports science, etc. So I wanted to go on, you know, potentially go to uni or do outdoor education as, like, you know, some something involved with that. But then... It just, 360. <laughs> like just literally, I, I created Team Techno in the second year of me being in college when I was 18. And we literally just grew from there. And that's when my mindset just changed in my second year of college. That, yeah, this isn't for me anymore. <laughs> I completed the second year and that was it. Like I, I dropped out. 
Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah, you dropped out. So yeah, I kind of did that with uni. I dropped. I did a couple of years and then basically got a job in web development. This was in two thousand when obviously there was a massive when the bubble was when the website when the dot com bubble was there. And I was like, yeah. I've I kind of learned everything. I was learning more working on this job than I was like when I was actually in university. And I was like, I'm just going to focus on the job. But yeah, that's mental. So you dropped out two years. So yeah, so you got so you guys you created it. There's three of you, isn't there? Is that right? Yeah, there's three of us. Yeah, so there's like me and two brothers. So Ollie and Jack, they're the two brothers. Um, yeah, like Ollie does it full time for us. So like he's yeah the, the head of the business really. We've all been driving forward in many different ways. We're all in like different industries, like in terms of like our full time jobs. So you know we all have a pitching idea on like different ways and stuff like that so it's, it's, it's cool like you know it's really cool like especially i've known them all like you know they used to live down the road from me like from when i was very young so we've all like known each other it's not like we're all in random towns it's like you know we've grew up all grew up with each other like sort of thing uh cool so did they was it all kind of that, that all started you three start kind of all together at the start and then or was it kind of coming how did that work how's it where did yes, where did the idea I, come from i started it in september 2017 um like literally we were just like it was me was the we started as a twitter platform this it sounds mad because we started it as well i started it as um to sell playlists so literally my spotify old spotify if i can get a hold of this it's gold dust like to the right by like, you know i used to like I, I i didn't work or anything when i was like this is when i was in college I didn't work or anything because i was in college like sort of thing and all i used to do is sit there and just listen to like soundcloud and like you know i'd find tunes like tech house you know like the old school patrick topping i used to love that sort of stuff so i'd find like house tracks techno tracks uh, tech house tracks acid etc and put them into like playlists so i had like you know 500 playlists with like max out tunes and like ollie said to me why don't you like go and sell them off to djs i was like maybe that's maybe that's a shout and like i messaged mk uh route 94 and they didn't buy them off me i gave them like but you know they were the first interactions that i first ever had and you know mk was the first interaction we ever had and you know that's absolutely massive considering what he's been like for the past you know how many years like 20 30 years you know and then i never really went to an event and like i, I was still like 18 you know and where i'm from telford is there's, there's not much of a dance scene at all like, honestly it's terrible um <laughs> Um, and then we went to, uh, me and Jack and a few of my mates went to um, an event in Birmingham. It was Patsy Topping, Salado, Pausa in uh, the old Rainbow venue. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I just videoed this. I videoed Patsy Topping and Salado, put it up online. Patsy Topping retweeted it and we went from like one follower to like a thousand. It was like... What the hell is going on? <laughs> like, yeah, like Patrick Topper and like Salado, like both retweeted on like the same night, and the views like and everything just like skyrocketed, and it was like, okay, yeah, there's something like something going on here, like sort of thing. What is this? Bear in mind, I knew nothing about social media back then. You know, I was I was outdoor education, like you know, just going ahead, just posting these videos, like sort of thing. So like, it got to December, and it got too big, basically, and like. They all came with the idea, let's just make it to something proper. And then, you know, five years later, here we are, like, you know. That's mental. I honestly, I, the whole Twitter thing, I like, I, this is one of the things I want to talk to you about the Twitter because the whole Twitter thing, 
absolutely bemuses me. I think I understand. I kind of think I understand YouTube, and I think I understand Instagram, and I kind of tell a lot of people about Instagram and stuff, and kind of get, I kind of get that, and I kind of get both platforms. But Twitter, just absolutely, I'm I, I, everything I try with it, and I think I'm doing it. I, everything I think I'm doing it wrong is just no wrong. Um, so it's firstly, well done for growing a Twitter page because it's really <laughs> crap. But, well, um, the one thing about it was is mainly why I think we did so well and continue to do so well is there's obviously there's so many of these pages like us that you know I can name you 50, 100 off the top of my head right now and especially big ones as well is none of them have got to you know you may see one or two and we were the only one to have you know we we didn't have an Instagram or Facebook till December 2017 wow we're all organic you know like I can send you receipts from 2017 we've put not put a penny on it you know we're all organic etc you know like literally it's so like in terms of like that you know we're not the biggest on the platforms but like not saying implying people spend money but you know some people put ads on etc of course yeah but like in terms of twitter we were the only ones on there so you know there was no competitors let's say there was no people really posting like us on twitter Mm. and still to this day you'll only find a handful and you know, it's we've been on it since September 2017. So if they did want to be that big, you know, they may start off with zero, but they've got to come up to like a hundred thousand. By the time they're at a hundred thousand, we might be on three hundred thousand. You know, so it's always like mm. a, a chasing game for them. But with Twitter, mm. it's mainly you know you can't take yourself too seriously, no matter who you are. Like you know, obviously politicians a bit different. They're not in the music industry, but music industry, you'll see it like the likes of Salado just taking the mic, you know, scream, mm. etc. And they, it's like you've got to have a different behavior to Twitter than anywhere else. You know, YouTube, Instagram, they're all forward facing. You're going to be massive on there, you know. Same with Facebook, you know, it's a bit different to Twitter, but Twitter is where people have to laugh, like, you know, it's just. And plus, with, with the reach of going viral on Twitter, let's say if I've got 100, we've got 100,000 followers, I've got 300 followers, you know, my personal account, you know, mm. that's 1,300 followers just off two retweets, you know. Then you tag an artist with 100,000, that's gone to 200, 300,000 people just off like three retweets, you know. And, you know, no, no matter you go, go on to that as well, it's, you can go viral literally off one thing. We had a video mm. get like 25 million views. Like, it, it, I posted it like a year ago. Well, like, I posted it on the year. And then, like, next year, it just went massive out of nowhere. Like, mm. and literally, it just went from like a thousand views to 20 million. And we gained like 25,000 followers just on this video. It's absolutely <laughs> crazy. What was the video? It was like Cole Cox in the, on the beach, and everyone said he looked like a uh, Thanos or something. <laughs> and it was like uh, it just went viral, and all these like I didn't know I've never watched like Marvel or anything, so like I was like, "What is this?" And the ads asked for mates, like, "What? What is this guy? What? What is this on about?" And uh, they were like, "Oh, he's from Avengers." And I was like, "Oh, flipping out!" And all these like <laughs> spammy like Japanese American accounts were like <laughs> saying it, like I didn't have a clue what was going on, and then. Got, it got put up by like meme pages, like massive ones in America and just blew us up massively from there. That is mental. And surround sound <laughs> in the chat. Do you know, I was thinking exactly the same thing. I was waiting for someone to get, put the Hulk fist in the chat. I like, I love, I love the Hulk and uh, the mention of not watched any Marvel at all. I was waiting for literally one of the shedheads in the chat to just, to just drop in <laughs> the drop in, drop in the Hulk, Hulk. Emo- we have a Hulk emotes in the chat as well. That's how much we, that's a, I've even got a little Hulk here, a little mini Hulk. Look, hi, little mini Hulk. <laughs> No, honestly, yeah. I, it's like so it's like pretty bewildered, like, but with Twitter, you know, it's 
it's such a different platform to everyone else. It's probably the most undervalued platform out there, really, to be honest with you, in terms of because it's Instagram, you know, it's Facebook's a bit more corporate, TikTok, you know, it's, you know, video facing, et cetera, like Instagram and like, you know, Instagram old school was like photos as well. So it's mainly like forward facing. But with Twitter, you know, it's where people actually have a laugh, you know. It's, mm. You'll go on there and you'll just see the most obscene stuff that you'll ever see. Like, it's like not censored. Everyone's just out there to have a laugh. And, you know, if you can't, it's where you can really show your personality really as well. And with musicians as well, you got to think, you know, you're musicians, you're not politicians. Like, you know, people are fans of you, you know. That's what musicians really forget that people are actually fans you know you're you're not a football club where there's 41 21 of you there's just one person and that's you so to build your career you've got to have fans and to have fans that actually know you buy your tracks buy your merchandise you know they've got to know you you've got to have a community you know you can't show your personality on a photo on instagram or facebook you can show it on the video but like you know you've got to show it off in text as well like how your real personality is and that, that's why i think people like scream etc do well because people know what screams about like you always got to mm. look at his twitter and know what he's about well, you know <laughs> i'm not gonna say it but like everyone knows what he's about and you know like salado as well they know what they're about and you know people love their personalities people get some people get triggered by it but you know 90 percent of the people absolutely love them for it you know what i mean yeah, I think I think that's probably why because I li- I think I hold myself back too much on Twitter. I think in the because in the early because I've been on Twitter for a long time and for ages I didn't grow at all. And I think then it was definitely the wrong content for sure. I don't like I wasn't posting any video on there. I was just literally tweeting text. But I think now I'm just literally don't put stuff out there because I'm like, do I, do I really want people to know that? Do I really want people to kind of engage with that? Like I literally self self like audit myself and I'm like, cause you go on there to go and say something. And they're like, do, do I really want to go engage with that conversation? Like, like I literally work the conversation through in my head and I'm like, if I say that, someone's going to come back and say that. Then someone's going to say that. And then I'll say that. And then I've wasted half an hour of my life and I could go and make a video and push myself forward. And I'm like, Oh, I don't think I want to bother with that. I'll just come off. I'll just come off and not. And I've got so many tweets in drafts that I've gone. Should I tweet that? And I'm like, no. Let's just let's just stay well, out of it. One thing about it as well is like you know you just see look, look, you'll just see normal people like myself and like you know can get a, a tweet go from like zero to three hundred thousand. It's just like follow the chain and you know it's just the one thing you got to do. You know, obviously, you know you can't be you know hateful or anything except you know racist etc but like in terms of content you know it's all you know speak your mind you know in terms of like stuff like that obviously within reason you know you're not gonna put yourself out massively but in terms of like with these tweets it's you know showing off your personality as much as possible you know obviously you're not going to cancel yourself but like the more you can do it you know people will thank you for it and you know building an audience online you know like people have an off camera and on camera persona, but like, we've, but the people that do it 100% truthfully are the ones that go all the way, you know, like all these massive YouTubers, you know, they'll have a, a camera persona, but when they're on camera, people love that. And it's like people on socials as well. People love how they tweet, how they use their Instagram. It's the same with DJs as well, but they just don't show off. I don't know if they want to get, don't want to get cancelled or etc. how stuff is, but like, you know, people love a personality and, for me, the best person who does it is Scream, really, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, well, I, li- I like some of the, sometimes the camel fat, and there's people will tweet them going, oh, you didn't play cola again. And they're just like, and then they'll just, they'll, they'll either brush it off or they'll go in and go, really? It was fucking years ago. <laughs> so what I mean, it's, it's all about fan interaction as well, you know. Like, let's say, like camel fat, for example, fishing, you know, they've got millions of followers. So going through, you know, 8,000 comments, not going to do it. But with Twitter, you may only get like, 50 to 100 where you can really get to your fans as well you know you can quote retweet your fans you know have a laugh and you know they take it well as well like you know they're buzzing with it as well and it's like you know it's, it's the main thing for me really like twitter is that see people don't use as much as they should do to be honest with you mm. yeah I, I definitely feel like it's it kind of went through a, a phase where it was really good and everyone was on it. And then all of a sudden it kind of dropped down because everyone was on Instagram and everyone was going through it or Snap, went Snapchat, then Instagram. And and definitely over the last, I don't know, maybe two or three, two years at least, I definitely have been, there's more people back on there and more people kind of using Twitter a lot more. I definitely have changed my, tra- my personal Twitter strategy because I, like, I unfollowed everybody for a while and then just went and followed stuff that I don't follow on other platforms so that when I go on Twitter it's like a different feed of different information to what's on Facebook what's on Instagram what's on LinkedIn yeah. just to make to mix it up as well no it's exactly the same and it's like with your audiences as well you know let's say you know you're camel fat you know let's say you've got you know you're in good money etc you know you've got to have a strategy for that and I feel like every DJ should have this as well so Twitter will bring you a different audience you know Facebook Instagram TikTok you know it's it's all time consuming but you know if you can get someone to do it for you or you know just someone with a bit of guidance then you'd be winning honestly let's say you've got you know let's say you're massive in like there's India's quite big, YouTube's quite big in India, let's say. So you'll mainly get a big Indian viewing, no matter who you are from YouTube. You'll always, it'll always be in your top five, top 10, etc. no matter what your content is. So let's say you're relatively big in India on YouTube, but it'd be like your 40th biggest in Twitter. So then you can right. kind of cross them over, like, if that makes sense. So the more platforms yeah, of course. you have, the more audiences that you can bring on to, you know, ultimately your brand as well. And that's what people forget to see because you know you've got to be a people don't like it people think you should be a master of one or master of two well you've limited yourself so much there because there's so many different platforms i'd rather have a million on six platforms than a million on one because i've only got one set of audience there but i can always cross promote and build up others and that's what i think we've done really well as you know we'll have like a link tree let's say you know something very basic and we'll always say follow the spotify follow the youtube follow the instagram you know 100,000 people on twitter will see you know our instagram 100,000 people on our Instagram will see 600,000 on our Facebook. And it's the same with the DJ as well. They, what they don't do as well, they need to cross promote their platforms. And it's just like, you know, you've got to have every social media platform for me, to be honest with you. How, like, if I'm starting, well, like these guys in the chat that are literally probably have, in the chat gang, who, who has got a Twitter? Who is on Twitter and who is using Twitter? Harvest is on Twitter and he's connecting with artists. If they're, so they're starting literally, or, or, you know, they're starting Twitter today. What's winning on Twitter right now, content-wise? How do you build a Twitter right now, 2022? Yeah, so for me, mainly, like, if you're an artist, let's say, it's mainly about your visuals and how stuff looks because people will interact with what looks good, what sounds good. So let's say for us, let, for example, or, well, like other clients of mine as well, like, you know, 
what they'll do is they'll basically it'll be more like video facing and just showing off their personality. Um, let's say you're a DJ and you know you're at Printworks, etc., and all the lights are going absolutely manic, you know, like stuff like that, visually appealing stuff like that. But the main stuff as well that works as well is showing off your personality so the more you can get across your personality on text in video you know it's, it's almost another content creation platform but mainly with copywriting instead if that makes any sense like, do you, would you show off new music on there like if you just made a track would you tweet out a kind of you know like a, a teaser of something or would you would you use it for, if you're thinking music promotion stuff do you use it once it's ready and you can then tag the other labels and kind of tag whoever else is involved for sure like you know if there's, there's, like with, with Twitter, like it, it's it's almost one of them, you know. Like Facebook, they've got to be following you, or you know, or you've got the hashtags. There's people viewing them hashtags, but Twitter, as I said, let's say if one person with a hundred thousand or a label with fifty thousand retweets it, you're then in the face of however many of the algorithm. Let's let's say that's forty thousand people. That's forty thousand people that you've just been put onto the home feed of just off one person. So another 10 people do that. That's another, could be another potential 80,000 people. So you with 5,000 followers, let's just put your track up, tag the label that you're going in on. You know, you just open yourself up to 80,000 new people, more viewers, more viewership for your, you know, your next stuff and to follow you really on, on your journey. So that's why I think, you know, Twitter for me is one of the main ones that people should get to be honest with you. Well, not obviously not one of the main ones, but like it's one that you should have, like you shouldn't neglect it. And yeah. so, if you if you've got literally no followers and you're po- you're tweeting out there, do you like? Can you is there ha- can you use hashtags to grow the page? Yeah, How does, yeah. Can you does that work still? Yeah, yeah, hashtags work. You know, especially when stuff's trending. Like, like I'm like I've been doing stuff for like football clubs as well. Like, and a lot of how they gained was like jumping off the back of like the Premier League. So like we put like hashtag football. You know, you get put you'll get put in like a new different feed. So everyone who's looking at football on that day you know, we'll be trending and see your, see your platform, your profile there. So like it, it definitely work hundred percent. You've just got to know which ones are on that day. And there's ways of viewing that in the actual Twitter homepage. That's interesting. It, it, and so locking into those, those, that trending stuff, that's interesting. Yeah. It's like hundred percent. Like, you know, it's, it's everything that's trending. It's like with Instagram, you know, well, TikTok is the biggest trending thing ever, you know, like sounds <laughs> like trending. If you can get, like you'll see people with no followers post of TikTok get three hundred thousand views organically, and then next minute you know they've got ten thousand followers just because they've used a trending video or a trending dance or a trending song. You know, but it's just how do you find that trending? And obviously, you've got to keep up. That's the one thing with socials; they change every week, every day, every minute, every week, <laughs> every hour. And it's just like if you can keep on top of it, if you can keep on top of it, you go on, obviously. So okay, so you your Twitter started. So your Twitter started second year of uni. Let's let's and then where? Sorry, it's second year of college. Yeah, college. Second year of college. Even yeah, sorry, yeah. apologies. Second year of college. Where did it grow to? And then what was the next part of that little journey? Yeah. So we. So they. So my friends joined in de- December twenty eighteen, and then like they, we all started like the Twitter. No, the Facebook and Instagram. Um, we've been doing that for a few years now, and we've got the record label, um, T Minus Records. Um, we are, I believe, as of today, fifty. Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure it's the fifty fourth <laughs> biggest, best selling techno label in the world now. Hooray! Let's give a little applause. It's like. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's after like a few years, you know, we've 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 had very good, you know, not to dis like the very good big um we've had we've had big artists but mainly like artists that we've seen like local talents or like people mm. that you know have sent us that we know really good tracks and with our promotion mm. and you know ollie does it full time like full credit to him like you know he mm. he runs like, you know the, the back end of everything like full credit to him and jack as well like for the promotion stuff as well but like it in terms of like how we do it is We've just built, we're very unique in a sense of we're not, and just a record label, we're a massive promotion page. You know, people that are invested in our stuff view each other millions at each month, you know. So when we built the record label, it wasn't an arrogance of, wow, this is going to do well because we never mm. knew it did well. You know, we've n- none of us have been in the music industry <laughs> full time. You know, we're just like a leap of faith into this record label. And, you know, it's paid off massively. You know, we've, We've had like a lad from Wales, Pridey's absolutely incredible. Like Mark Green from Ireland as well. Both got number one in the Beatboard charts, beating the likes of, you know, Charlotte DeWitt's label, who's, you know, pretty much yeah. one of the biggest names in techno, you know. And we just yeah. had a lad from Wales and a lad from Ireland, you know, go on and beat a number one. Like, you know, it's not like beating in competitiveness, but like in terms of, you know, we're still a very, you know, drum code have been going for 30 years and we've only been going for like two, almost three years now. So, you know, tackling the likes of Charlotte DeWitt, Amelia Lenz, et cetera, it's just, you know, something that we never thought of, you know, just like we knew, we, we all have like this mindset of, you know, we know it can do well, but like you don't know mm. it does well until it does well. It's not like a naivety. It's just like it's just what we think we can do. And I think that's the main driver of what people should be thinking as well, you know. Like, no one should have an ego, but you should go in there thinking, I'm going to do well, you know. It's you and you only when it comes down to the thick of it, you know. So if if you can't believe in yourself, then who is going to believe in you, you know. So it's a a massive thing for us, like the label is, we have like podcasts, you know, we've had some of the biggest names, like in the industry, in hard techno, heavy techno, let's say. And, yeah, it's been going really well, to be honest. That's cool. So the, the label came mid, like you built the channels. Then the label came because you had the channels to kind of push the records and thought, why not? We can why not sign some music? We're, we're uploading everyone else's music, so why not sign some and see if we can see what we can do? Yeah, that, yeah. it was always a thing. It was always a thing for us. You know, it's like <laughs> we didn't think, oh yeah, as soon as we started the pages, we'll be a record label. We're like never, never yeah. a million years. Like, but it was always like. Once we got a bit bigger, it was always something that teetered on in the mind. And we've always been a timing, like good at timing. Like shout out to Ollie as well. Like he's like good with timing as well. Like, you know, we didn't want to go too early and make ourselves look like idiots. And we didn't want to go too late and, you know, be, because it's such a saturated market, like labels, you know, like there's so many. I feel like every artist now is building a label because they don't want <laughs> the stress of, you know, going to a label. They just go, they just make one themselves so they can upload whenever they want. And, you know, it's it's, it's a good, but like, you know, if you're a record label, you know, it's, it's getting even more saturated. So we didn't want to be too late either. We knew that, like, in a sense as well. Like, um, but yeah, it was mainly like perfect timing, really. So the fa- your Facebook is your biggest channel, right? Yeah, we've got about 700,000 people now, just under. <laughs> Fuck about. Has that, I mean, Facebook's dead right though now. it's No one uses it now. You Must it be, is that right? 
it, it's, it's not too bad. Like we still get like you no, know, we, we still get like hundreds of thousands of plays, like sort of thing. But in terms of what we should be getting, it's not like the biggest. Like it's definitely slowed down a lot from back in the day. Like hundred percent. Like, um, but in terms of Facebook, it's <laughs> hundreds of thousands of plays. I'd say, I'd say that's all right, though, dude. <laughs> No, 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 like it's good, don't get me wrong. Like, I, didn't, I didn't mean that, like, to come across like, you know, like it's just like, <laughs> it was like, in terms of what it was, though, like, Facebook was like huge, like, it was absolutely crazy and it slowed down massively, you know. People, and that's where I feel like you, like, a lot of people pay on Instagram and Facebook now. Like, I, I work with artists and, you know, they put money on, like, like, you know, it's just one of the things that they just do now. In terms of that's why TikTok has just came out of nowhere. Like it's, you know, you like you can be you could like TikTok's only been around really for two years. You know, people have only been using it really taking it seriously now for a year. But you can be ten times bigger than you are on TikTok. Well, t- ten times bigger than you are on Instagram, and you will be on TikTok. You know, you you you'll you'll get such a good organic following from TikTok, and it, that's why Facebook sort of declined. People just like had enough of it hmm. like you see so many artists like I, i've seen you post like salado and they said they only got 1800 views on the like a post that like it that's what facebook and instagram is now it's so it's so downhill but it's just one of them things that you can't ignore because it, it's still hmm. a different audience you know cbr milton king says you've got a wise head on such a young shoulders that's for you not me i'm not i'm an old head on an old shoulders <laughs> <Wise head. laughs> no to be honest like i've it, like I, it, for me, when it's, like, I find it so fascinating, like in terms of I'm such a like data driven person. So I work in social media now for, for uh, well, one of my first ever jobs. So like five, six years now, I've been doing social media from literally, you know, window cleaners to flipping some of the biggest talents in the world. Like now, like, you know, I work with, you know, massive, massive artists and massive YouTubers, footballers, etc. Like, so just, Gauging how stuff works from a lower level to a higher level, you know, being involved in like some massive things, you know, companies. It mainly just you sort of see how stuff works. So a window cleaner could be doing something better than like UEFA. <laughs> it's like you know because they've got to, because they've got to, because they're like such a small brand, so they've got to come up more than a massive brand. You know, Champions League posts something. You know, it's going to get millions of views because it's the Champions League. Whereas, you know, John's window cleaners from around the corner and wherever your local is, you know, they've got to do so much more because they've got to think of an actual better strategy because they've, you know, it's their livelihood. It's them. It's not just a massive corporation just viewing it. So these people from the bottom have really helped me get to the top. You know, it's, yeah. That's mental. And that's, that's really, like, yeah, I guess... That must be quite a challenge to work out a strategy that's for each different type and and, and understand that what the because I I know that obviously with social there's you it's about working out the platforms and working out the the content that works for that platform and to then work out strategies for the difference between window cleaners and footballers and and techno pages where's that like where does that start like how do you even <laughs> yes. so I used to work for a marketing agency and we used to look after like carpet cleaners like gravel like people do like gravel and like ground and but then yeah. we had like UB40 and Frank Bruno so like <laughs> it was like it, it was like so like one minute I'll be doing you know groundsman in flipping Shrewsbury or something like somewhere in the Shropshire and then like mm. next minute you know UB40 sold 100 million records and like you know so 
the strategies are obviously a lot different. So like in terms of like building it, it's mainly one for, you know, keeping the fan base and then the other ones to building the fan base and building the sales and commerce sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. you know, obviously to get need. So it's like sales and marketing coming together. But when you're an artist as well, it's exactly the same thing. It's, you know, you've got to sell yourself because you've got to sell yourself to get gigs. You've got to sell yourself to get, you know, sell your merch. Like, you know, like you got to sell yourself to get like um, tracks sold, you know, everything involves sales. And once you realize that, your then social game will become so much better because you've got to, you know, build yourself up no matter what it is. So like, let's say, you know, you're a clothing company, you've, you've always got to build yourself up because, you know, you know, people aren't going to invest in your product, you know, if you're not investing in it and building up a strategy and it's mm. the same, you know, musicians as well, like coming back to this, it's if they neglect even one social page, that's potentially, let's say if that, that, that could potentially be, well, your followers are limitless, you know, until, you know, there's 1.6 billion people on TikTok, you know. You're not obviously not going to get 1.6 billion, but you could get like 100,000, 200,000. If you're not getting on TikTok, then you've just completely missed that at all. So, like, that's why I feel like getting involved on these social media platforms, you know, there's so many YouTube videos out there to know what stuff is. The, the platforms actually help you. You know, they want to see you do well because they get money for advertising. So if you're doing well, they're doing well. So they help you in like creative portals, you know, YouTube videos, anything you can literally to just build up knowledge on these platforms. And like, you know, I never went to university to do social media. Like I've just literally done courses. I've took myself in the deep end and just like worked on it. You know, it's like, you know, I haven't got a nice, I haven't had to pay like, thirty thousand pounds for a degree or anything you know i've done like courses and you know youtube videos working alongside people and you know actually work and implement it that's you know that that's when you become better it's all about trial and error as well like you know if 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 you let's say you've got six different strategies two don't work you know never to do them again but four work you know to do them like continuously you know you know what works and it's the same like throughout no matter what industry you're in you know it's all about trial and error but to be honest with you well, that's cool. Yeah, I, I often say the same. I think I say the same a lot on the on this channel. So I keep keep testing. Mine is yeah, mine's trial and error. Or tra- test and learn is my other one. Um, right. So we we chatted Twitter. We chatted. We briefly touched Facebook. Let's talk. Let's talk about TikTok. You mentioned TikTok. Skeleton Key says problem with most artists is you find that it's just if if you sell too high, it turns people off. Also, new artists have very limited amount of content before it views spam. How would you overcome this? Well, like, literally, <laughs> like, the, the one thing that every social media platform loves is you being active. So the more active you are, the more they'll push you to your relevant audience. So let's say, you know, you're a techno artist. If you're pushing, let's say, with hashtags, hashtag techno, you know, the biggest, like, let's say the biggest followed hashtags, um, well, I know I'm all off my heart now, the techno ones, let's say, you know, you've got 10 hashtags there. You're posting that every day. You're then hitting this audience every single day to then push up your brand and Instagram, let's say, etc. will see this and you know push you more towards these people. So you're putting yourself more in the limelight by being more active. And if you can see, so let's say if I post today, I don't post for 30 days. People are not going to be like, where's Reese gone? Unless I've got like millions of followers. And if I'm just <laughs> average person, I'd just be like, all oh, right, cool. He's not using Instagram anymore. Unfollow. 
you know, so many people have an ego where they want more followers to, to follow him. Like, so they just like delete you. Like, you know, it's, it's just, it's what it is. You've got to keep active, keep people coming back. You know? And that's why creators, like I always look up to like creators, like YouTubers, etc., because they're always active. They're always promoting themselves. They're always promoting. They're like, you like, I'll go back to LinkedIn. Like it's all about people have been pushing a personal brand and that's what an artist DJ is a personal brand, you know, (laughs) it's, it's it's all you, you know, it's not, you haven't got, it's like being a boxer, you know, you've got, you've got like trainers, you've got managers, but when it comes down to the thick of it, it's all you, it's your brand. You created it. You know, you're the one doing the gigs. So the content has got to come. No, not every day. I'm not saying don't go out and, bust your balls every day like and flipping you know get flipping content out every day but at least a couple of times a week you know keep yourself up to date in stories you know where you're playing what you're doing you know new tracks samples you know there's so many different ways of content that people you know do competitive research like these people haven't got to the top for a look you know they've got there for a reason so look at what these people have done and don't copy don't you know don't carbon copy because everyone's got to be different but just put it put it in a way where your audience take to that as well you know if your audience likes photos post photos if your audience likes videos of you know you doing tracks you posting backstage clips or you know gig clips etc then you know go what with your audiences the, the data doesn't lie <laughs> that's what i was you know people people think social media is just posting and just yeah that's it but like in terms of um you know you've got to track data in to be honest i agree you surround says said it said it also if you it'll turn off the people you don't really want that's an interesting, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess if, if people see it as spam and don't are not into it, then they're not really the follow the potential fan you would have thought they yeah, would be. Yeah, it's hundred percent. It, like you know, I'd rather have like I've literally been involved with influencers that have got millions of followers. Not going to name names, but they couldn't sell out a fifty meet and greet. <laughs> you know, it's followers no mean. <laughs> you know, followers mean um, followers mean absolutely nothing. You know. It's all about a community. If you can build a community of, you know, I'd rather have 10,000 strong people that come to my gigs, let's say, and then a million followers because a million followers is just a number, you know, brands look at it. But realistically, if you were to do a campaign and, oh, yeah, well, you know, two people bought it, they'd be like, well, you've got a million followers. Like, what's mm. going on? <laughs> but if you've got 10,000 and, you know, 2,000 people buy the product, then no matter who you are, that's impressive. So, you know, if, if, if I can get rid of, like, if, if I'm a DJ and I can get rid of these people, you know, not get rid of them, but, you know, not really disinterest myself of them, then it's almost a win, really, to be honest with you. It's like, you get down to the hardcore, you know, that's why, like, with this, like, you know, like, with the Twitch, like, you know, like, like with this, with the Twitch, you know, there's, there's things like Discord, you know, that's really coming up, you know, build Discord chats with no algorithms, you know, it's like Rebuke, who I do stuff for as well. He has a thing on Facebook called the Rebuke Ravers Club. So it's like 2,000 people in there that are just like solid fans, you know, they'll talk every day, Rebuke this, you know, Rebuke track coming up this week, Rebuke's playing here, you know, all places throughout all the world, all over the world, sorry. That are just interested in him, and that's two thousand strong. You know, it'll be two thousand people that like he's just had a new track come out today that I've been posting about it all week, all month, ever since the track like you know first got broadcasted on social media, and that's where DJs sometimes lack. You know, building the community. You know, you got to get into your audience. You know, like build like a centric label patch up in built a Discord chat. Yeah, you know, getting 
getting people into these Discord chats, to, you know, to chat, build relationships with each other, you know. I oh, mate, yeah, I'm a fan of Trick, you know, too. You know, you, you it builds up your band so much quicker than just, like, having an Instagram page. So if I could one tip of building a community, it's 100% Discord. Like, it's so good. And Twitch as well, really. I, I agree. And if you're not part of our Discord, Use the command Discord and we can go, come and join us in Discord. We've got a fan of Discord. We have a load of producers and DJs. And on Wednesdays, we listen to demos directly from the Discord. And it's a really good fun place, our Discord. Uh, our shared head's in the Discord. I even say hi. But yeah, we love Discord. It's great fun. Yeah, so like going back to that question, you know, if you can build a community, you know, community over followers 100%, like, you know, no matter what platform you're on, if you can get, if you can, like, you know, create little Facebook pages, you know, to for people to go in there you know let's say you've got 50 people in there but that's 50 people that 100 percent into you you know that's 50 more people than some million followers have you know it's it's honestly crazy yeah the whole thing is like if you took those 50 people if we put took those 50 people and put them in the garden outside the shed here like that would fill the garden and that's quite a lot yeah, like you would yeah. like that's quite a good that's a decent party that 100% like you know and the more you build on that and the more people see it's worthwhile you know it's like, like you say, like Discord chats, you go, oh, mate, I've Patrick Toppins, put, you know, you give people incentives, like, you know, let's say, like Patrick Toppin gave me two disc- uh, guest list tickets because I'm in his Discord, you know, and the more you post about it, it's like people give, you give incentives to people like to to be in there and the more you can, you know, build up on that community, the, the bigger it gets, like, you know, like let's say if he's playing in the UK and he's got a thousand people in this Discord from the UK, you know, that's, potentially an extra 200 people that would just buy tickets like that just because they love him you know in this community and that's what a lot of people really they go for followers but to me it's nothing really if they're not going to do anything you know especially as a one-man artist exactly surround sound says the discord has been amazing it has been it is fun in our discord i love our discord i'm glad we built ours Sound says what about the 10 percent rule say you've got a hundred thousand followers which gives you ten thousand might check it out and then a thousand might buy the product yeah, I guess. And also, uh, Harvest, by the way, Harvest and Surround Sound, I know you were chatting about his Rebuke hoodie earlier. I spied that in the chat. I was waiting for him to chat about Rebuke and why he had that hoodie on. Like, these are just sort of ones that, like, I don't think they're going to be used ever, but like, you know, they've got like this on the back. They're, like, they're, uh, they're cool hoodies, but I don't think they're, there's they're stuff coming off I'll let you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I've been with him for a year now, like, in terms of like doing like social PR stuff. Um, yeah, it's been, pretty good to be honest with you um he he's absolutely wicked in terms of like building a community like he know he's so hands-on like in terms of what he wants and you know sometimes you get a bit of like resistance but it's good because it's his brand you know he knows what he wants and you know ultimately it's his you know it's him you know we can or you can always push people but you can't like push them over the edge you know um uh but with yeah, that, I remember yeah, having, I remember him him on, on Facebook and he was like, can I do some live streams on data transmission? And I think it was even before he was rebuke. It was like his, he was just yeah, as Ruben. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I was like, yeah, cool. Okay. Cause it was, it was from a club in, in, in Ireland, Northern yeah, Ireland. Yeah. 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 And I was like, and I was like, yeah, okay, that sounds cool. I'll get a live stream and I don't have to do anything and you do it all and like get some content. Wicked, go for it. And then I didn't hear anything for a bit and, I, and then all of a sudden Rebuke started, one of the tracks dropped and everyone was like, oh, that's so-and-so. And I was like, that's that dude that used to do live streams for us on, on yeah. Facebook. No way. Yeah, I, I, I've been in contact with him for around like four or five years now and 
Like, yeah, like ever since like along Cape Poly, I knew him like a couple of tracks before that. Like, I, I, I was like Berman's Apache was his first track as Rebuke. That was on, I can't remember what label that was on now. Um, not sure, that wasn't Touring, something like that. Um, that was his first track as Rebuke. I'd heard him from there. And, you know, we just started chatting. And then, um, yeah, along came Polly came out and absolutely blew up <laughs> massively. You know, it was absolutely crazy. Um, cool. If you're just joining us late, I'm chatting from Reese Jackson, who's the founder of T and Techno. You've got massive pages, dude. Firstly, congratulations. Like, obviously, we like it's inspiring. Like, I obviously we I have similar pages with DT and similar kind of similar content from a DT point of view. So, see yours at those massive numbers. Congratulations, firstly and foremost. It is an achievement, and yeah, well done, dude. No, cheers, thank you. Yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be anywhere without the the three of us. Really, like, um, yeah, it's been a big team effort from all of us. And you know what, what we do is we all, we all have like it's good doing it as a team because you know you've, we all have like different mindsets. So like, and it's it sometimes it stops you from doing stuff where you might think it's a good idea. So you got two voices of reason as well. <laughs> it's like I'm quite an impulsive person, so it's like yeah, this is a good idea. But then someone will say. Yeah, maybe not like, you know, like, but then like, sometimes it works out to be a good idea, but you just never know. Um, but yeah, but, but like, it's really with these pages as well, you know, it's, it comes back to the community as well. You know, if you can get involved in these pages, you know, they'll always let you like be involved. So if you, like, that's a way of building yourself up massively as well. Like, honestly, like every artist I'm involved with, I'll always say, you know, I've got links to these pages, you know, I'll try to get you on these pages, etc. I'll get you a takeover post on there, you know, if you can get involved with these pages, or even build one yourself, you know, <laughs> there's so many out there and there's so much content out there to use. Like it's, you know, it's just a, you know, not saying everyone's going to, you know, keep up with it, but like if you can keep up with it, you know, the, the numbers speak for themselves, really. How did, has your, all your content come original content or is it, or do you kind of find it or do you kind of get sent it? Like, how does that work? like massive split honestly like sometimes like if we can go out we can go out and get it like like get, like invited to stuff etc like you know like, i work with a lot of artists as well like so like if i can go to gigs as well get content for us same with like all the other lads you know they go to stuff that i don't go to and then a lot of artists you know we have great relationships with they just send us the stuff and you know some and then we just find other stuff really to be honest with you we, we know what does well as well. Like, you know, we know what artists do well. We know who do not create numbers, but like, you know, we, we're true to ourselves. Like, you know, we won't post something because someone's big and told us to post it. Like, we won't be like that. You know, we know what does well and we know our brand as well. Like, so we're not like, we won't post Patrick Topper anymore, let's say, because we're not involved in that market anymore, even though he's massive. Like, we just don't do that. You know, our fans expect, our fans and followers expect something of us now. Like, and that's, hardcore hard tech <laughs> like, love it or hate it like you know like i'm such a we're all such massive fans of it and so are our followers so if we were to post something from like defected like house music they'd be like, uh, what's going on here you've been bought off ain't you? <laughs> you know it's like it's like so like in it's it's one of them things you know you've it's the same with content you've just got to know what does well and how how you can just build upon that really to be honest with you and that's one of the main things that I'd say to people is track your content, social media. It's not just like, you know, thinking of a little caption and posting it because that's how you fail. Like there's actually people like myself in full-time roles 
for a reason. If social media was just, you know, a little bit of writing, posting, there'd be no full-time roles because every Tom, Dick and Harry would be able to do it. It's not like that at all, believe me. If it was, trust me, <laughs> my life would be a hell of a lot easier. Are you tracking all metrics? What metrics are you tracking then from a data point of view? Yeah, so the main ones for me are video views, you know, engagement, like likes and comments, and just like, you know, like profile views as well, and mainly like minute views as well, if it's like Facebook as well, and like retention. So like if, you know, if it's a minute video, where are people dropping off? So let's say with TikTok, if everyone's hitting, if we're getting good views, but everyone's going off at the 15 second mark, then the next video I'll do is 15 seconds only. You know, so people, I know that a lot of people, let's say I've got 60% of the people dropping off at 15 seconds. I know then that, you know, and there's a concurrent feat, you know, it's happening a lot. Then I'll, the next video will only be 15 seconds or I'll drop it down 30 seconds, you know, so I can get into like a average point then, but mainly like likes, engagements, um, shares, uh, video views, like following, like how much is increased really, to be honest with you. Like like for, for a lot of people, we do work. We do this on a weekly basis. So, you know, it's so, so we know what what's worked well. So if we've got three posts from the week. We know that them three posts have worked very well. And this is, you know, the advantage of that, you know, on each platform. And always, always, if you can, do different content on other, like, on, so I won't, I'll try not to post you know, content that's on Twitter to Facebook because if I follow you on Twitter and you're posting the same thing on Instagram and Facebook, what's the point of me following you on Facebook and Instagram when it's exactly the same thing? Yeah. If if you can try and diversify it as much as possible, even if it's like the six minute version on Facebook to the thirty second version on TikTok, you know, just try to diversify it as much as possible. Or create like little snippets and always cross promote so saying you know if you've got like a 30 second snippet of like a six minute video which is totally different to the facebook and like twitter you know and always reference it back to the main one so you're always cross promoting it across other platforms like that's what people don't do and that's why you know sometimes your followers like slump a bit or just like people just like get disinterested in your videos because they won't view it again because what's the point yeah gotcha um, so how's that? If you if you if you just anyone that's just joined us recently, uh, I speak to Reese Jackson. He started the pages T in Techno, and they've have you got nearly? Did I read you've got a million followers now across all platforms? Yeah, it's like just under like it will be this year. It's like nine hundred something thousand now. Amazing. So we uh, he created those pages across those platforms, and he's got a, there's a team of the guys at T in Techno now. Um, so shout out the team. Thank you for their watching. Hey team. And so we're going deep on social, which you know, you know, all those that are regular to me, you know, I'm loving this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is this is literally my my favourite thing to talk about. So, so like, so you're so we, we we're going to move on to TikTok, but let's say TikTok. You when did you start on there? How is it growing? Should be people on there now, and what's working for you on that platform? Yeah, so. Like I work with a lot of creators like in my full time job, so they're probably the best examples to speak about. And, you know, these are, you know, massive, massive creators. Like hundred percent you've got to be on TikTok. There's one point six billion users on TikTok in two years. That's that's all that's more than Instagram now. That's more active people with 
like that will get seen to your following and it's such a big reach for organic as well you know you don't have to put money onto it you know obviously you can but like you know you'll see everyday people like me myself etc like you know you know one video can change your life on these like <laughs> profiles you know it's absolutely crazy yeah like one of my mates linkedin bio is one one video away from quitting my job like you know it's like it's literally that crazy like it's you know it's 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 massive you know like people if, if you can find what works well on tiktok you're literally golden obviously like your the, the levels you can reach is just absolutely incredible 100% get yourself on tiktok it's going to be now or never really to be honest with you it's like like uh, it's, it's been in its infancy period for the first year and now as it's height i feel like this is the peak of tiktok this year and i think the third year will come down so if you can build yourself a following now get yourself up there in there like in with the views then you know you'll just ride it and then it'll well, obviously have its spikes etc back again but now is the peak year for tiktok especially with like other platforms trying to like um you know rival it like youtube shorts etc which is another thing to be on as well but but yeah get yourself on tiktok and just learn it honestly how often have you got posts on there to be kind of build a build a channel i'd suggest once a day or a couple of times a week um so a lot of my creators we post like three four times a week we always like keep ourselves active on there whether that just being old content or just you know uh, as i said like let's say i've like there's a 10 minute video we'll use like 15 second 30 second snippets like a like an actual video that's to go up on youtube etc just to promote the youtube and then just mainly just like it's, it's showing off your personality as well so if you you know let's say you're a dj you're in a studio show off yourself in the studio show off your tracks what you're working on and you know the bolder the better the more creative the better you know if you can get these if you can find a flow of being creative and you know incorporating your music and your brand then Honestly, it'd be absolutely crazy the numbers you can do on there. You know, I, I work with Eliza Rose, who's got number one in the UK charts, like with the baddest in the all track, you know, and that's like two tunes, like the LF system of Fade to Feel. There's another one that's come from TikTok in the new, you know, number one UK charts, Eliza Rose, baddest in the all. It's been trending now for like six weeks on TikTok. Like so, being involved in her team, like I wasn't involved in setting up that. Like shout out to the team for that, but like I've just started with her like on a full time basis in her um, group now. But like in terms of how they did it, was absolutely phenomenal. You know, it was constantly hitting videos. You know, hitting the right target markets. Um, you know, hitting markets that they wouldn't really see musicians. So we were like, so they were like going for like people in fashion, people in like, you know people that don't really are associated with music but also could be using music as well so that's where you see like fashion influencers using the baddest in the world track you see like travel agencies using the baddest in the world because it's hard <laughs> like it, it was it, you know it's not just djs like using it on the tiktok sound it's literally everyone like we had like one of the biggest creators in the world on tiktok I think Addison Ray, she's got around like 100 million followers on TikTok and she used it the other day. And yeah, it's like, you know, just people who aren't DJs just using the track, you know, and it, it's, it's, you've got to find what's trending. So she, like literally if you use her sound, you'll get them put onto a homepage of people that have used that track, you know, with the right hashtags, you can then be in an audience of, you know, I think like 59 million 
probably even more than that now, people have viewed this track like just on TikTok alone. So you'll get them put into a homepage of like 59 million, let's say. That's crazy. I guess you've got to have played that track because otherwise if you're a DJ that's like a drum and bass DJ that you're just that doesn't play that music, then that doesn't really work for you. You just have to find the next trend. But I guess so. Uh, but you suggested making video, TikTok video being behind my desk, mixing two songs at the 30 seconds, and that is it. So, uh, how's Addict? Let me just go back for let me just let me just go back for yours. So, how's Addict said, I'm an old musician, started with vinyl, love music, but now I feel it's a bit too feel about all about socials, not much the music or the art or performing, which is a shame. What do you think? Uh, I- I, I, nah, to be honest, like, I'm going to probably do myself here, but I, I agree, like, you know, but in terms of, I feel like it's just one of them things where, like, it's, it is essential, but you'll see, so, like, a lot of these people now, like, you know, you've, it's how you capitalize on these social media success. It's like, with Eliza now, it's how do we capitalize on this? You know, it's like, it's like a video going viral. It's like, you know, if you do nothing after it's gone viral, then you're going to stay at nothing. But if you capitalize on it, the heights you can go is massive. But with the people with the true talent, you know, all these people have talent. But if you can hit home on that and get your socials right, then, you know, oh, my God, it's incredible. Like, with Rebuke, he's got, like, you know, 60,000K followers. But, you know, he'll sell out every week, let's say. You know, like, build, like, great tracks, etc. But in terms of, like, he's quite defensive on social media as well. Like, he doesn't really like it, but he knows it's essential. So, like, it's, like, it, it's one of them things that's, like, a necess- I call it a necessary evil. Like, you know, it's one of them <laughs> things. That, it's like a job CV, like, musicians and people involved in that, you know. If, if you can't get what's on there on paper, with the paper being a social media feed, then, you know, it's almost like, it's not really it's not really the people's fault it's more like club promoters because club promoters see the biggest thing and the biggest thing to them you know if they can get someone with hype there and then and you know it's chishing just in it like sort of thing for them like you know it's it's, it's yeah. mainly it's mainly come down from like club promoters you know venues wanting the and booking the agents <laughs> yeah yeah booking agents yeah one of the biggest people at the time which you know is you know, it's a money game, isn't it? You, you know, if, if, if you can get people that can, uh, the hype, the biggest hype on social media right now, you know, can get 10,000 people for your door or, you know, a couple of thousand people for your door, then why not? Like, you know. But at the end of the day, it's bums on seats and it's like, you're right. They they they'll just they want to book the biggest acts, and if they can book the biggest acts or get them before they're the biggest acts, and then they're rising because they have got a following on TikTok, and they and they catch them early, and they get them at a really low price, and then they push. Then it's you know a full club on a on a low fit on a low fee just because you've caught them early on TikTok. Then yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. from a promoter point of view, that's the gold dust, man. You know, it's like yeah, it's, it's, it, I'll go back to like that. It's like my friend in Liverpool, he booked Fisher. Like they're literally so cheap. This was a week before losing it came out. So like yep. he wasn't like he was still Fisher, but you know he wasn't losing it Fisher, which took him to you know, the Grammys yep. etc. And just like boosted him massively. This was like so he literally sold out um, Invisible Wind Factory in Liverpool. And the week later, losing it came out, and you know everyone was like, "Lad, you've just got Fisher for this price. <laughs> so cheap." And it's like you know like well not cheap but like obviously what he is compared to today and you know is you know you've got to find these people you know and ultimately if you can like if you can get a team around you that's 
you know, involved in this, you know, not many people, like the biggest acts in the world won't be doing their own social media. You know, the biggest talent in the world don't do their own social media. They'll pay someone to do it. They'll, you know, seek advice. They may do one post, but nine times out of 10, it's, you know, s- someone doing it. Like, they, they may advise them, but like, you know, it's, Mm. well may have a say on it ultimately it's their brand but they won't be distributing it let's say camel fat will have someone doing their social media you know fisher will etc uh, uh, dave does their twitter i know that for a fact i did uh, yeah that's well like, like in terms of like marketing like all-round marketing you know like they, they may like you know like so so like screams definitely doing this twitter himself like you know and mark, and mark definitely does salado's Salado's uh, Instagram because that's where that that tweet came from that created that video that I made put out oh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So basically, he was he tweeted that he had only eighteen hundred reach on a post, and I, and then we we did a live stream here on Twitch about it, and then that basically came down to eleven things that they could improve, and that's where the video yeah. came from that I put out yesterday. But yeah, um, you know, to be point, Skelling Key says, yeah, if you post something you can't and you can fill an event, no one wants to play to half inch place, right? Yeah, but you've got to admit, it's I've seen only someone moving. Only someone moving his belly up and down on music that gets a thousand likes. I mean, okay, I'm reading the same things. I'm trying to read through all the things. Essentially, it's, it's not down to the artist themselves. Like you know, if, if an artist knows how to work social media or their team does, then it's like you know, it's obviously one a good track. So it's not like they've got no talent because obviously they've got talent because you know it's done absolutely numbers. But like in terms of you know, it's mainly down towards the you know, I said like the booking, the booking agents, the promoters, you know, people who were involved in that, the main driver of that sort of, you know, that sort of wave, um, you know, I think. Yeah. And as, 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 as for starting point for smaller artists, I get, it is frustrating. I get it. Uh, obviously we're working with smaller artists all the time and that's why we're here to help. That's why I'm here to help, dude. Try yeah. it. My bardest to give you the tools to help you with these things like it must be tough as a small artist and I can't, I do get it and that's why we kind of I've put in place these things to help you all because um, it must be like it, like that's why they kind of when I was, the video I did about Salado like, they should be doing these things or they could be doing these things they have got the team they have got the team they have got the people they have got the content whereas you guys don't like yeah that's kind of what those ideas okay cool so that's TikTok I've been so you saying TikTok. We could still. It's not too late for TikTok. Wicked. I started TikTok, my own personal TikTok, in June, and I had like a hundred followers in June. And I'm up to eight hundred already, and I've just been posting every couple of day, every day, or every couple of days. DT's one. I DT's one. I was on it about three years ago, and then I stopped. And I shouldn't. It's one of these things, you know, when you start and you think, oh, it's not getting any traction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. traction. Then all of a sudden, it's like, fuck, I've missed the missed the boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's like it's it's the same. I think you know, it's like consistency is the number one driver for success you know if i don't care who you are like you know you've got to be consistent like even if you've got one of the world's best tracks and you've got no track record then record label owners will be like well he's never been on he's never proved himself so i'm not sure this track (laughs) you know but if you've like if you've been consistent in your music and you've got like labels behind you and you've got like a decent following then it's you know like it's ultimately you know pushing the same with labels as well like a lot of these labels will look at your social media profiles i know that's a fact and mm, like see 100% seeing see, see how you look ultimately you're coming onto their brand you know they don't want someone who's you know as soon as one example of a guy like all these of us post up like fishing stuff 
It's like, mate, it's a music account, you know. If if if, if like Junko, Salado, etc., are going to look at you, you know, all you're doing is posting carp. You know, it's it, not a music account at all. You know, it's that's your personal profile. Keep your personal stuff and your music stuff, but you've got to be so consistent with it. Like honestly, because if it, you know, you can build up a following. You know, we took five years to get to hundred thousand people on Instagram. You know, it, like that was the organic way. You know, you can pay for ads, etc., but that's totally bewildered the fact of building a community but it took us five years to get to a hundred thousand people it took us five years to get to a hundred thousand people on every platform by facebook you know it's you know that's five years of literally posting every single day including christmas day you know <laughs> you know we had no days to be fair to be fair i posted i post on christmas day do you know what i find christmas day a great day for content we literally have a podcast that literally goes out christmas day and i put it out at 10 past three every Christmas day. My, the, my, I, the, I go into this mindset that you wake up Christmas morning, you get a load of, you, you open your presents, you spend time with your family, then you eat, then you watch the Queen. And then it's like, well, what do you do? You get drunk. And then we're like, well, here's the soundtrack. Here's a nude mix to listen to on that new iPod, that new iPod or that new iPod, that new, that new cassette player <laughs> you just got for Christmas. That new, that new Walkman you got for Christmas, fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> Or, you know, something to do. Like, we literally put it out, you know, at, at that time. And it works so well. We've had, And we've had, literally told people, you've got the Christmas Day mix. And they're like, right, I'm going to make an effort. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it longer. I'm going to put more effort in it, make it more Christmassy or something. We've had some great mixes for Christmas Day mixes. That's what I mean. Like, like exactly like that. You've just got to be consistent with your stuff, you know. Like, coming back to it, if you post once and then 30 days later, people are just like, so disinterested like you know if i see someone every day on my feed and it's relevant to me nine times out of ten i'm going to look at their feed you know and i think if i want to follow them i want to follow them you know let's see what they're doing all the time you know may as well um just keeping in check with them it's the same with smaller artists you know everyone started from somewhere you know fisher started at zero you know he's got however many million now Charlotte DeWitt started at zero she's got how many million you know everyone starts from somewhere everyone was small at one point so who's to say you can't be the next you know Amelia Lenders the next you know Salado Patrick Topping you know they all started from where everyone did Patrick Topping used to be you know selling tickets look at him now he's the one getting tickets sold for him you know it's, it's exactly that it's, you know everyone started off from somewhere you know I saw a tweet from Michael Bibby yesterday saying that f- something like five years ago, six years ago, he was selling tickets and now he's getting a private jet to go and play back-to-back with Corolla. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, it's, unless unless you're born into it, which like, you know, that's only like 0.01% of people, you know, you've, everyone's got to work for what they've got. And it's exactly the same with smaller artists, you know. You, you, you've got to put time and effort into yourself, you know. You're not a team. You're a one-man artist. You know, until you've got a manager around you, until you've got a marketing team around you, which these big guys have, you know, you're literally on your own. So it's like, it's like being a self-made, well, you are a self-made business, you know, you've got to put the time and effort into how things work. And unfortunately, fortunately, depends how you look at it, social media is one of these things. Mm. Skeleton Keys, we should do that as a stream. Look through the older posts of artists. We should literally load. We'll literally sit in and go and scroll right, right back, and we'll look at we'll look at the oldest posts we can find or the oldest videos, and we'll we'll, we'll put everything up on the oldest uh, and see where they started on social media. So that is, oh man, I'm doing this as a stream. It'll be hilarious, <laughs> and we'll do like five artists. That'd be funny as. That's what I mean. It's just like everyone started from somewhere, and they're just you know. They had the, ta- you know, talent and 
talent and knowledge go hand in hand. You know, if you've got a talent and the knowledge of how to work it, then yeah, you're laughing. Um, let's ask some questions. CB Red Radio, what is the next big social platform, or do the current ones still have a typical have a shelf life? Uh, the next big social platform will be YouTube Shorts, hundred percent. YouTube Shorts have just announced. So to anyone who doesn't know what a monetization program is, a monetization program is how you, so ads will basically come onto your videos, how you make money through the platforms. So typically they didn't have it for shorts. Um, YouTube, like YouTube, it was just mainly for the longer form, but now they've been put a monetization program in for ads, which is a lot better than TikToks. So a lot of these TikTok creators now, you know, all want to see the money or want to leave their jobs, etc. They'll be coming over to YouTube where they're getting paid more money. So if you can get onto YouTube shorts now before the trends, you know, that is a market. That's a market tip right there. Get on YouTube shorts right now. And I guess, I guess from a music point of view, like what are you going to put on your, like you're, for your, obviously you're, you're a platformer. Your shorts obviously six, 30 seconds, 60 seconds long. I guess that's those kind of artworky bits that people are already making. If you can re, you know, if you're going to put something up on TikTok, you know, just re-edit it and put it up on YouTube, etc. you know, make it fit for YouTube's format. Um, even just like, like, as I said, if you're doing a gig video, post one video up on TikTok and then another video of another track on YouTube. So there's dissimilar, you know, or just like something in the involved around that. But 100% YouTube shorts is going to be the next big thing to blow. I can guarantee that. That's cool. I've I my my job for after this stream is to record seven shorts for the next seven days. <laughs> no, hundred percent. Like you know, they literally announced it two days ago, and like, you're you're already going to see like people just that you'll never see on there on on there. You know, it's that everything's like a massive competitor thing for TikTok, and that's what I think they're going to be. Um, they're going to be a massive competitor for TikTok. Um, well, they always have been really, but in terms of now, it's going to be. I think TikTok will start to slow down and YouTube will come up. Oh, how's that? It? He's curious. What would you recommend to do as for a DJ producer to advise on social kind of footage? So, okay. So what footage, what, what would work for DJ? What do you think works for DJs and producers from a kind of social footage or social, social assets? Yeah. So for me, you know, Gig videos, inevitable, you got to show yourself out there if you're playing, you know, if you're playing, you know, whether that's in a bar, in a club, in a festival, you know, you just got to make yourself look active. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you know, whatever, yeah, you just got to make yourself look active, you know, um, like that you can show off your talent as well, you know, that you're actually doing it. Two, you know, people love, like, tracks, you know, like getting into how you made the tracks because um, they want to see your production talent as well. Um and mainly, you know, like, I, 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 see, I seen there was, like, a big trend ages ago where, like, people were, like, cutting down how they made the track. So, like, literally from start to finish, they'll put, like, they'll edit, like, a minute video of, like, this is how I made this track and whatever, and, like, showing how they made it in FL, etc. I was about to say Raph, Raph, I was FL Studio. Um, <laughs> um, like, FL Studio Logic, and they'll just, like, like show you how they made it and make, like, a little funny video on that and... Yeah, like stuff like that. And, you know, if you're a small artist as well, even like behind the scenes, like of some stuff, you know, let's say you're supporting a big act, you know, people love seeing behind the scenes of like clubs, festivals, because ultimately 
you're still something that they want to be, you know, whether how big or small you are, you're still technically a DJ, you know, which a lot of people do want to be. And there's a lot of people out there that can't even get on a, an event. So if you're on an event and you're automatically, you know, living someone's dream, you know, if you can show that off online, yeah. you know, it's, it's a win-win for them really. And, you know, a lot of people done it from the start, you know, you'll see, like, if you go back like five years to some of these artists, like on the next stream, etc., you'll see that they'll be posting in little clubs in their own town, 100%. And it's what Rebuke used to do with his live streams as well. Outhouse is his club that he used to play at in Letterkenny, you know. He still has posts up from there, you know. It's, you know, it's, you know no one started at Creamfields. <laughs> I know, yeah, exactly. No one started at Creamfields. What's going on a t-shirt? Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> and you said Raphael, which is absolutely hilarious because Skeleton Keys in our chat has just won the Raphael uh, remix competition with uh, that uh, another rhythm uh, did. On Beatport, is that? Uh, yeah, they basically another label, another rhythm, which is um, they just did a remix competition, and, and Skeleton Keys was the winner of the nice. Raphael com- of the Raphael remix competition, which is hilarious. Let's talk about Instagram. I love Instagram. So, like, Instagram, people think is dying at the moment, which I guess in terms of if you look at how it used to perform, it technically is because it's trying to be a competitor to TikTok with the reels, etc. Um, but it's still there, you know. You still get good views. Um, You've just got to, you know, diversify everything into video now. You know, the more video content you can get out there, the more, you know, creative, the better. It's like... They're basically all like TikTok. Like it's not the same strategy because they're different platforms. But like you know, the more videos you can get out there, and like forward facing, showing off your personality, you know, showing who you are, and like all these like you know, you don't have to be massively edited, but like you know, raw footage, etc. Like people love that stuff, no matter how big or small you are. Like people love it. But I, but I, I thought about that loads, and I'd be like, doesn't that actually make it easier because you? are now only creating one format that can go on essentially four different platforms. And if you just make a whole ton of them and split them up so they're all different, like you're saying, different content for different platforms, then it's much easier to create that than it is to take a picture of a one, take a a video in one size for one shape and another shape for another size and have to edit another piece into another thing. It's literally 15, 30 seconds in portrait film. No, hundred percent. Like I, I agree. It's like it's just like with the creators that I work for. Like you know, they 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 love it. Like they did it. We just like it's like different. It's, it's the same video, but like edited differently, or be like you know, fifteen another thirty seconds or fifteen seconds from the ten minute video. Like going back to that, it's it's like they they absolutely love it. It's so much easier. And it's. And it works so well as well, you know. It's it's not to say you can't get millions of views on an Instagram reel because I look at dog videos all day. It's just like random, well, not all day, like <laughs> in my spare time, like, you know. And there'd be like people that are just like everyday people with like 200 followers getting like a million views on the video, you know. Who's to say that can't be you, you know. It's it's how you Agreed. make it as well, you know. Getting out to just being consistent with it is the main thing. And, you know, as I said, going back to tracking your data, you know, if one video doesn't work, you know, try it again. Free, free strike rule. If it doesn't work in the first free time, don't do it ever again, to be honest with you. That's, cool. like, That's a good you're tip. Wasting, you're just wasting your time. If it takes you an hour to edit one of these videos that doesn't work, then you've wasted an hour of your life an hour of your time. And you, if you've done it three times, that's three hours of your life and three hours worth of ideas. 
like you could be going on to something else. So always have a backup plan as well, you know, always um, look at different forms of content out there, you know, as I said, competitor analysis, look at what these big people are doing, but swing it in your own way. Don't be a carbon copy of anything, you know, because when you're back in school and you try and copy something, you get put in trouble, don't you? Like, so it's the same <laughs> with content as well. Like, you know, if you're copying someone's ideas, then people just think, oh, yeah, he's the next Michael Bibby. He's trying to copy Michael Bibby. You don't have your own personality then. If you can sort of recreate these videos, but in your own personality, then, you know, you're not the next Michael Bibby. You're, you're your own person then, you know. no People can't say you're the, this and that because, you know, you've came across as in your own way, but it's the same video format that makes any sense. It's like YouTubers. It's like YouTubers, you know. You'll see the same video 100,000 times, like, I watch a lot of football YouTubers and they do like football challenges, same football challenges. It's just different creators, you know, differently edited, different, all different personalities, you know, and you know, you watch it for them. It's, you know, if Michael Bibby does a backstage video of, you know, we are festival or, you know, Tomorrowland, etc., and you're doing it in, you know, your local club. Yeah. It's the same thing, but it's, you know, it's you, it's your personality coming across and that's what people you know, don't do. They don't look at what does well, you know. Ultimately, everything's a trend on social media. Like, nine times out of ten, the stuff that does well is on trend. So if you're looking, not following these people, I literally have a fake, like, not a fake account, but like a dud account. I follow like 500, 600 people in the industries that I, like, you know, I, I'm in. And all day, every day, I just look at these, like, accounts and just think, yeah, that's good. I reckon we can do this. We'll do it our way. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This doesn't work for them. So I won't be trying that for myself. You know, just have a look. Like, literally, have a look online. I, I do that a lot. I, I'll go through, I'll swipe through, and I'll go, I can, I like that idea of content, but I need it to say this, this, and this because it works better for me. And I'll do it this way wearing a stupid hat because that's me. And it's yeah. me plus my content plus, plus the kind of idea of the, that I know is working because I've seen it, I've got the views. And then see what happens, basically. No, hundred percent. Like it's, you know, like they're not the first people to start it. You know, they've always found it. Like you know, unless it's like an original idea, which everyone's loving. I feel like you're absolutely laughing if it's used the original idea thinker. But you know, nine times out of ten, well, yeah, well, basically ten times out of ten that, that you see of people that you follow, they're not the original creator of that video. They've always took it from somewhere. You know, they've always built in on the hype. So you know. Build on the hope yourself, you know, get involved in that, get involved with the trends and, yeah, just look at what's doing well online and, you know, don't be a carbon copy because no one loves that. You know, you'll fall down so quickly then. Just be yourself on, on online and your personality shine and you'll come through. I always think there's only so many ways you can make content. There's only so many ways you can do it and there's only so many ideas. And like you're saying, everyone is a, everyone's kind of evolving an idea that's been evolved and evolved and evolved, but it's like that added addition of, you and you what you're about that's the that's the goal bit yeah yeah 100 percent. like you know it's, if you can think of forward ideas on 100 percent, like they work too like you know it's but it's 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 a lot easier to copy a trend than it is to think of a forward idea 100 percent. like you know it's like and it's it's a lot easier to get the views on a trend than it is for a forward idea because you know it's almost like it's almost like selling a new platform to someone it's like so how do we sell this without it being tried and tested before? But then, it, but then if you got something that's worked well before and you know has all these reviews, it's like going on Amazon and seeing something with no reviews, but 
you know, it could be the best product in the world, but no one's done it before. No one's seen it before. So it's not, you know, tried and tested. But then you've got one with, you know, four and a half stars and it's got 2,000 comments. And it's like, all right, yeah, just go for that one, won't you? Well, the question is, does Reese think that we sh- that having a vocal in your post is that's relevant to the visual helps? Yeah. So, like, if you can get across, like, if you can get across the best bit. So if the best bit is, you know, the, the vocal coming into like the drop, let's say, you know, like the actual content, then 100%. But show off the best bits, you know. A lot of, pe- a lot of people now have such low retention spans where you've just got to show them <laughs> the best bits quickly. Like, it's, it's so bad. Like, you could, like, you know, people drop after to like, there's a stat saying 50, 50 plus percent of people, if they don't like the video in the first two seconds, they'll click off. You know, you've got to yeah. catch them in the first two seconds. Like, it was like a sort of, like some people start, they did like on like two, three thousand people in America, and like people literally dropped off after two seconds. It's absolutely crazy. So, like, you know, trying to figure the first two seconds out of a video is absolutely crucial. So, if you can hook them in, then they're likely to stay longer. And it's like with the house tracks, you know, like with the vocals, you know, it's quite mental. It's quite mental as well. Because I made a, a, a video they were doing, it was four seconds long, and I was like, surely this is too short. Like, surely, like, I, literally, the stuff was flashing on the screen, <laughs> and and I and I um, I was like. I don't even know if I can read that. Like it's like, and then I, w- I went to bed. I kind of went, I interacted a little bit. I went to bed and it was on like about three or 400 views by the time I went to bed. And I was like, and I woke up in the morning at like 12 and a half thousand. And I was like, fuck about, right. I need to start making them shorter. Nah, for, for sure. Like, you know, I come back to like TikTok, you know, a lot of people just post like 15 second videos, 20 second videos. And, you know, sometimes even that's too long for people. Like it's absolutely mental. So like if you can literally show off the best 15 seconds, you know, of a track, keep, keep it, keep it like the first two seconds, you know, interactive and looking, you know, getting people hooked in, then, you know, you're, you're sorted. But honestly, especially with like house tracks, you know, is house tracks are like some of the biggest vibe, tracks out there you know like the old school blackwater you know tracks like dennis fairy you know all the djs etc producers you know all these tracks are all about you know the feeling and stuff like that and you know you know like defected records you know their shows are just like people are so into it and you know you'll see like the crowds are all just there loving it is you know if you can show across you know the best bits of anything really then yeah people will take to that online cool um do you ever suffer Social media burnout. Uh, I, I I did I did, but like it was like it was like for a week I was like, oh wow I'm like I'm like I, I've literally maxed out everything so I've got like fifteen on TikTok accounts like for other people including myself and then like and then like twelve on Instagram and like thirty on Facebook so I've got so many but like in terms of like stuff in terms of burnout not really 100% ever because it's like to me it's fun because it's like a game it's like it's like I, I like the data aspect of it it sounds like really cheesy really nerdy but like, <laughs> I love like, I love like the data aspect of like social media and to me it's like a game and plus if you can help someone out in their career you know social media is a marketing platform you know to get to a big next step you've got to be good in social media so they're relying on me a lot of these people so like you know if i burn out and then the content's like oh what but like ultimately have breaks as well like you know like I, i'm so like i work like 10 till 6 my full-time job like i've got the afternoon off today like but in terms of like usually it's like 10 till 6 
then like I'll do bits for, like for other artists, like you know six or eight. But like that's not to say in between them times I'm not you know going to the walk. I'll go for a gym. I'll go to the gym at lunchtime. I'll leave my phone at home. You know the gym's got no signal anyway, but I'll leave my phone at home and you know for that forty five minutes that's my time. You know like I'll go for a walk every night. You know that's my time. I'll leave my phone at home. And, you know, if anything needs done, you know, if it's not, unless it's massively urgent, then, you know, they can wait. Has your audience changed across the pages, across the, like, because you said at the start you were posting, you know, more kind of tech housey stuff and then you've gone tougher into your techno. Has your, have you seen people disappear from your audience that and new audience members come because you've changed or yeah. did the audience just to grow as you grew? I had a look at the other week. I was really interested in that. Um, uh, but not, really not massively like it's not people would just because we'd, we'd always we'd, you know we've always liked techno so we've always like in like the drum code etc but this new form of hard techno really it's not really been allowed around for that long really has it like it's like all these massive labels now that are coming through you know they may have like been big in their countries but like but they've only just really made it to the uk in the past like couple of years so it's like we sort of fell in love with that and just thought oh yeah let's instead of like being like everyone else and everyone else has been like tech house house music you know why not just be one of the only ones for you know this harder style techno which we all like kind of here's a question do behind the decks videos do better or ones from an audience viewpoint that's a good question <sighs> see <laughs> audience viewpoint at this moment of time like people love like seeing the production if you got a good production 100 percent, show it off if if you know if you know you've literally if if the lights are going mad and you're just in some club that's just got a good graphic card like graphic card like graphic screen lcd screen behind you then 100 percent, show it off from in the crowd like no matter what but if it's like you know a packed out club and you can show it off you know 100% do that as well. It's mainly like a 50-50 split. If you can get like a video, who's not to say you can't post two? Yeah. Ultimately, like, you can post two, like, you know, like to get more content out there. But in terms of the moment, I'm seeing a lot of, you know, people like people being forward-facing, like the production, like it's like Taylor Bus, you know, they don't really show off the face. They show off what they've done because they've spent £100,000 on production. You know, they're going to show off as much as possible, aren't they? Same with clubs as well, like, you know, clubs will show off their little lasers and like stuff like that, no matter who you are, no matter if you're a club in Telford or, you know, you're in, in Burgoyne, like, you know, well, they don't show videos, but like, um, you know, like a club in like the, uh, the gas alder, et cetera, you know, yeah. they're going to show off their production because, you know, they've spent money on it and ultimately it looks good online as well. If you were playing to five people, would you do faced on or would you do kind of behind showing the five people no I, I'd, I'd, go, I, I'd go face off <laughs> you'd go face on yeah, yeah, yeah. but like but it's one of them I, it's I, like I'm kind of I, I tell you I, I've got I, I kind of like I would probably like you say I'd probably get both just because you can because it's an hour set and someone can go and face on but yeah. I would do you know do you know I kind of in the kind of people going on the journey with you if you posted a video from behind and said shouts to those five people that were with me on Friday on Saturday, uh, yeah. this was my first my first gig or my first gig in a while, we had a laugh, didn't we? You've got that video then. So when you're playing to thousands, you can go, it's you can do it, it started here and now it's here kind of thing. And 
it makes a big difference, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, hundred percent. I agree. Look, that's a good way of looking at it. So, yeah, in terms of like for the throwback sort of like thing, it would be good to look at. But pff, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's like coming across in like a like. I'm got an ego, but I don't know if it's like an ego like, sort of thing. I think like <laughs> you know, I'm not a DJ myself, but like, like you know, I, I help DJs out. But like in terms of like that, I think they'd want it like. I'm, I'm sort of looking at it from like their perspective and I'd, I'd, I'd think nine times out of ten well I'm not probably not nine times out of ten but the majority would probably say yeah put it from the face in. <laughs> yeah they be, I bet they would I bet they would and I bet if someone did it the other way I'd like to see someone just do it the other way around and go look I played to no one you could do well online you know it's just a it's a funny video I guess like you know if you were just there playing to no one and you just literally were like this is the start I can accept it I'm cool with it <laughs> Like a few years later, in steel yards and cream fields, ten thousand. Yeah, and then you put the first one, then you go. There's the second, and now I'm doing here. I'm gonna try. Surround so sounds gonna try it. Wicked. I'd love to see that. <laughs> I'd like, like, like I said earlier, test and learn, man. Fucking do it. No, for sure. I saw that you put out, uh, I saw, most of this stuff I've seen on LinkedIn. Like I said this morning, when I spoke to you earlier, I literally have been watching your LinkedIn for a while. I'm not, well, I want to talk about LinkedIn in a minute, but one of your LinkedIn posts is about, was talking about Facebook and Instagram marketing and how you've grown your Spotify playlist using ads and that you were paying, you were paying something ridiculously small to get ridiculous amounts of followers. How's that working for you? Tell me about it. Yeah. So I did an ad, like, so I've, like, I've been doing like Facebook ads for like a couple of years. I did a course with this one guy, um, Andy, and basically he just showed me how to get like followers, like literally for like 30 quid. They're all real followers, you know, they're all interested in your market. You know, you can't force people to follow you. You know, all, you have to have good content behind it. And it, it was basically for £30. Like I got this one guy, like 11.4K followers. It was absolutely amazing. Like it was one of the best campaigns I've ever done. For that on Insta money, like, or on that. Spotify? No, no on, on Instagram that was. Right. 11.4K followers on, on Instagram. You know, the retention is not always there, but, you know, it's it's how well you keep up with that and how active you are after that. So that like, coming back to, like, going viral, you know, if you just, you know, stay quiet, then people aren't going to be interested in you. But it's like the same with ads, you know. If you're keeping up the content, which they like. With these ads, they're all directly targeted to people that are in your selected industry, selected age ranges, but they're all around the world. So, like, that's how it works so well and how like why the money gets spread out like in different countries because the most expensive places to run ads unfortunately is the uk and the us yeah. so like if you're just targeting it for the uk then you know you put 30 quid that's getting used in a day or two like you know for this like campaign um but you know it, it works so well and it works a lot for, for a lot of artists you know i've, I've done it like a few four times and like the stuff you get back is incredible honestly like um yeah it was 11.4k for the first one on instagram then we got like 2000 new spotify playlists for him as well um, was that again running an ad or was that from from his new followers yeah, yeah. running the ad yeah, yeah running an ad like and it's all about like the creatives what he used what was the content yeah mainly the content and what he what the content he had as well like he He's an American-based DJ, you know, so he had, like, you know, all these major clubs, like, you know, he plays at, like, EDC, you know, Seismic Dance Event, um, what's the other ones he plays at, like, Space Miami, etc. you know, so he's a bit, been on big labels as well, like, but mainly just wanted to branch out, like, in a worldwide, I was like, pitched him this ad, and he was like, all right, let's go for it. 11.4K followers on Instagram later, he's absolutely buzzing, like... 
that's amazing. So I guess I guess the the creative was I guess in playing somewhere big. I guess his page. So what it was, it was basically you've got to be so with your creatives, like especially for an ad, you've got to be so straight to the point in what it is. Like as I I'll come back to retention time, you know, you've got to hit someone there and then. So if it's like a clothing brand, you know, it's like it's, you see these ads on like TV, you know, but. Like TV ads, you can't skip unless you got whatever, like, you know, or like you're on playback, etc. But like nine times out of ten, you can't skip it. But with YouTube and Instagram, you can. So you've got to hit them straight away, go straight to the point. So it was like, follow me on Instagram everywhere, you know, with his username, follow me on Instagram. And it had like a, like a visual in the middle. And it was like, follow him in the, like, follow him now. Here's the swipe up link, you know. Right, right, and, right, right directed to the profile so there was no you know it's a 15 second ads and the last two seconds said follow me on instagram from the first second it said follow me on instagram with the techno track in the background and it was all directly targeted to people into techno so they were like all right so this is a really cool track this is a really cool visual this is who it is clicked onto his profile because you can't force people to follow you on instagram or facebook for that matter as well so then they looked at his content and thought so this guy's played at this gig. This guy's played at this. This guy's, you know, works with smaller people as well. You know, you don't have to be massive for this. Not saying you do, um, but just like ultimately, they were in. It's all people directly into your content, and you know, with the same interests as your content. So they say sorry. So basically, they were just yeah, love what they saw, and you know, you know, you'll get a few hundred people unfollow you, like it's because you're inactive. You know, it's, you know, no social media is going to be retention. You know, you, you always lose followers, but like, you know, he's, he's kept it. It took him up to about forty-seven and a half thousand. I think he's got like forty-seven point three now. So from that ad, like two months ago, he's only lost two hundred followers, which is not, you know, unnatural for anyone. I guess, I guess that that's, I guess that's the the, the big part though. It's like, yes, you can design the best ad, but when they land, they need to see what you know they have to understand that what you're about and what your and all your other content it's all your other content that you've already put up that's yeah. going to drive that follow because they're going to land on your profile and as you say you can't get the auto follow it's got to be land look what you're about and then the follow comes so yeah. i think yeah. I, and i think that's where probably people struggle with those sort of instagram ads they kind of just think they can run them and just grow following and there's just nothing there no the content's missing there yeah 100 percent. like you know like if, if, if I was to build a profile tomorrow just solely on ads, my first thing wouldn't be, all right, let's build an ad. I'd literally probably put up like 50 posts before I did an ad, you know, like, right, because they've got nothing to go back on. It's literally, it just looks like spam then, or like if it's just stuff that's just not useful at all, like to them, you know, if, if I'm, if I, like, if I'm just posting personal stuff on a DJ account, they're like, well, where's it referenced that like he's a DJ? He's trying to push this one track. Who knows if he's going to do it again? You know, it's it's all in your content solely based. So if you want to relax, don't waste your money and like do it straight away. Build up to that point, you know, because ultimately, one, it's your own money. You know, if it, if it's it labels money, then yeah. But like if it's if it's your own money, then don't just jump the gun. Yeah, exactly. Jono, what did that say, Jono? You could argue that if you're if you're quite creative with music, you can just be as just creative with social media. I've always thought this, Jono. I, I thank you for saying it, but I've always thought this. If you can be creative with music, you can definitely be creative with with everything else. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, it's, 
there's, there's two different people in this world, you know, there's people that are like always put up like a, a block to social media and there's so the, the creatives, you know, the, and the ones that do the best are the creatives, you know, you get, there's literally people out there getting paid to be content creators, you know, some of the biggest brands in the world will not have a marketing team anymore. They'll have, they're paying content creators that are full time to do their marketing for them on TikTok, let's say. So like, if you you can be creative, then it's absolutely life changing. Especially no matter what industry you're in, you know, hundred um, percent. You know, making music. You know, you put you put someone in front of a laptop and say, "Make me some music." You know, nine times out of ten, unless they know what they're doing, they're gonna they're gonna fold it off. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same with marketing as well. It's like you know, as I come back to what I said before, it's not just posting because otherwise, you know, people like me wouldn't be in it full time. You know, everyone would just be able to do it, wouldn't they? But there's so many aspects to it. Like there is so many aspects to music as well. Uh, Jono says, Jono asks, what things would you avoid in social media? Um, like the obvious ones like hate, etc. Um, uh, don't get yourself cancelled before you get started. Or if you are started, don't get yourself cancelled. Um, but mainly... I don't know. The, the easiest thing to say is like going back to the trial and error, you know, f- think, think how many, like look at these people, try it yourself. If it doesn't work, but mainly don't be a copy of anyone. That would be the biggest thing, you know, don't be the next one. But like I seen this in a quote, like in the, like I, I think of it so well, don't be the next someone, be the next you, you know, like everyone, everyone is so different. Like, in terms of personalities, you know, there's how many billion people in the world, seven plus billion people in the world, and you'll never find a carbon copy of someone 100%. And that's why people like it, you know, you're a one-man person. You're not a Manchester United Arsenal with 21 players. You're a DJ with one year, two years, three years, you know. You're all different personalities. Nine times out of ten, you're one person. So, you know, if it, don't be a copy of someone. Copy someone's personality. Like Fisher. Fisher is so big because he's a personality. Don't copy his personality. Don't fake it. Like, don't be a fake like on social media because you get instantly caught out so badly. Like if you're an, if you're this person, like Fisher, like I've met him so many times and he's like that in person. You know, that's not a camera persona. That's him. Like he's like mad in the fun way yeah. in <laughs> yeah. person. Like, you know, he's a class guy. But if if you're like that online, then people meet you and you just like it's all put on. You you know you're a bit of an idiot. People are like, well, people are so disinterested in that. So just be yourself like and it's like growing a community the more you are yourself the more people buy into it you know so don't yeah, don't don't try and copy someone else like in content and personality just be, be yourself really agreed shed heads you can uh, shelly will confirm i'm just as big an idiot as i am in the shed on stream as in real life you're all good plus don't take it too seriously as well the more you take it too seriously you know meet like especially you know, people involved in the music industry. It's not really, you know, a massively formal thing. You know, you, you won't see musicians on LinkedIn, like what you do see their managers, you do see promoters, but the DJs you won't find on LinkedIn, you know, it's not like a massively formal thing, you know, it's just have fun with it. Like. Do you want to play, do you want to play a record? Yes, I do. Um, what have you got? Do you, have you got, do you say Rubuk's got a new single or do you want to play something off of the yeah, channel? Yeah, his, his new tracks just came out today on Trick Label. It's, um, nice, nice and cool trigger with Alan Fitzpatrick involves, um, a big miss remix as well. Where is the, um, is it on set YouTube, SoundCloud? Yeah, we're on YouTube now. 
right now. Let's have a look. Look, we can go into here. Let's play this in its rebuke. go that was uh alan fitzpatrick and rebook nice and cool trigger that's great yeah out today on all platforms <laughs> yeah wicked love that uh johnny says what would be says better promotion insta twitter or tiktok oh that's a good question right now tiktok for its organic use mm-hmm. and how many people are on the platform and just because you could literally start from zero. I've seen people with 10 followers have a million views, like straight away, done bank, you know, like so many times, like so many like people I know have gone massive, like literally overnight, no money involved. So 100% TikTok at the moment. Well, probably not 100%, but like probably like 70% TikTok now. I would go for it. Um, but yeah, you... You, but use them all. But use them all. Yeah, use them all. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We get get on them all. But like, if I if I was to put like, if I was to only choose one, it'd be TikTok. Okay, that's good to know. I may have to adjust our DT strategy. I I I, I saw a thing on on LinkedIn where it said there's no such thing as a social media expert expert with a little cross. Uh, <laughs> there isn't <laughs> people, people can people can say they're an expert in this but they're lying to your face like you know like i guarantee there's an update tomorrow and then what they knew yesterday has gone out the window tomorrow what they learn about tomorrow has gone out the window next week so there's never seen an expert like the good the best way to describe it is the social media adapter you know you've got to adapt to situations and unfortunately music you know it's not the old days of vinyl anymore you know and word of mouth and like you know newsletters and like giving out you know uh, flyers it's all on social media so you know people have to adapt then people have got to adapt now unfortunately yeah and, the, and and you can do it from the toilet and you don't have to go out in the cold and hand out flyers and you don't have to go and stand out the side of the nightclub handing out cds you can literally do it on from your house in your pants so Social media ads are the new followers. Yeah, exactly. I feel we're like there. Oh, yeah. Well, last one question. Last final one for me is obviously when you're working in music and it, you, music was sort of started as your hobby and it's started as now it's your hobby and it's now your job. What do you do outside of music to relax and de kind of clutter from music and kind of give yourself some space for music? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I go on walks and like go to the gym and stuff. Like, for, like, I go to the gym for like 45 minutes a day and then go walking for like an hour. Like, you know, always take time out. Like I live in the country, like so my town, like sort of like the countryside, Shropshire, like sort of uh, fields all around us. So yeah, just mainly go out in there, and yeah, you know that's how you don't suffer burnout from anything. Just take time away, and you know, leave your phone at home. You sometimes the phone's the devil. I like, say so you got to leave it at home and just leave leave it away. You know, people people can wait. Like you know, agreed. Yeah, I go for a long run. I just have my watch, and that's it. And my phone stays at home. 
Thank you so much for doing this. This has been epic uh, fun. And I feel like I've learned a lot. And I feel like uh, if you're in the chat, have you learned something? Let us know. One's in the chat if you've learned something. 